180 episodes. You gave it up, right? I did. Sir. They didn't cancel you. You canceled them. You're not aware of this? No, I'm, I'm asking you. You think I got canceled? Are you under the impression I, that I, I got canceled? You, I hurt you, Jerry? I thought don't, that was pretty well documented. Don't this is most a, shows is this still down. CNN? Don't most shows go down a little? Most people do also. You would, but... <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I went off the air. I was the number one show on television, Larry. You were Do you know who I am? <laughs> Jewish guy, Brooklyn. Yes. Okay. 75 well, million viewers last okay. episode. Boy, you don't take it so bad. Well, that's a, a big difference between being canceled and being number one. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll be right back. Jeez. B-movie opens... <laughs> Bean movie opens. Get a resume in here for Bean me. movie opens tomorrow. Over? We'll be right back. And welcome into a very <laughs> somber edition of the From the Newsweed Show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Seamus Doyle. Larry King will be oh, missed. Never mind. The hunchback of CNN's going to be missed. But yeah, uh, from the nosebleeds, Patrick O'Leary, Vince Lobiondo, Taylor's behind glass. I'm Seamus Doyle. He keeps pointing at me for some godforsaken <laughs> reason. That's what? your favorite part of Larry King. What? What is? The point. Oh, yeah, yeah, he does <laughs> point. I forgot. He point. And that's part of my, that's part of my whole Larry King shtick was uh, the pointing. And I'm Larry King. But yeah, seriously, when I found out that Larry King passed away over the weekend at the young age of 87, I was just heartbroken. And it takes me back... And I know, like, the, the new edition of From the Nosebleeds, meaning the last two episodes, we've tried to talk about sports uh, the majority of the time because that's what Vince tells me to do. And I try to make Vince happy. Yeah, I'm like the shadow commissioner. But <laughs> when, when something so revolutionary happens, when we lose a giant in American uh, pop culture... When an 87-year-old when an man, di man dies. Absolutely. And that 87-year-old man provided me with so many memories of my grandmother... That it's not even funny, and that can be taken <laughs> insanely out of context. But did we talk about uh, Tommy Lasorda? Tommy Lasorda <laughs> did die, but it was kind of like I thought he died 10 years ago. Ooh, and then when wow. he died, I was like, oh, he died. But uh, yeah, Tommy was great. Damn. But um, <laughs> Doesn't sound like it. But I, I do want to talk about... fuck out of the fanatic, so. I do want to talk about Larry King for one second, Vince, if, if you'll um, entertain You can talk here. for Larry King for as many seconds as you want, bud. Now listen, Larry King was a guy that, that was severely... Um, uh, there was something going on with his back and his spine, <laughs> maybe. He was a hunchback, which is fine. But he was more than just a hunchback. <laughs> Larry King was a man who could communicate... He was a communicator. He talked to people, presidents, vice presidents, celebrities, uh, comedians, you name it, he's talked to them. He's gotten the important answers out of people. And listen, somebody like that should be remembered. He overcame his hunchbackness, I guess. He never did. He never did. But they say when he died, he, he became, uh, his back was straight. Are you familiar with Eric Andre? Yes, I dabble. Yes, I have, have, you seen, have you seen his interview with him? No, I haven't, but I'll have to check it out. It's on YouTube. I saw the, 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 uh, the remember the one that went viral on TikTok where the guy was like, oh, I'm just on Duck Hunters or something, whatever the duck hell it was. Tales. Duck Tales. <laughs> Larry King that was, was, yeah. Larry he King asked was, him what his favorite luxury was, and the guy was saying, like, socks and coffee, and he's like, it's like, what would him say? He's like, oh, you know, yacht or something. He's like, Larry, I'm on Duck Tales. Yes. <laughs> that, was, that was a classic moment. But seriously, when I was a young child, I used to sit in my grandmother's living room and we used to watch Larry King live because she was obsessed with this hunchback. And uh, I, I became like infatuated with the guy, sort of like I become infatuated with obscure people all the time, like Don Rickles, Regis. King Callis. People not King of your Callis. generation. Yeah. Like, but like Larry King was different because- Was we, he? Uh, sure. I, I would sit down and watch Larry King live with my grandmother and my grandmother would be like, and she was Italian, so Vince, you should be happy. She's also oh, dead. Thrilled. She's also dead. So my first thought was like, oh, isn't that wonderful? My mom's with Larry King. But um, instead of like my entire other dead relatives, I thought of Larry <laughs> King. But seriously, uh, Larry was great. Uh, and she would say, oh, that Larry King's on again. And I was like, well, yeah, he That's has a your, show. Wait, 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 wait. Did she talk the same as Aunt Byrne? Similar, because they're sisters. I don't know. I don't believe you. I mean, I'm, I mean, she's been dead for, what, uh, 13 <laughs> years, so it's not entirely accurate. The, you know, the imitation of my grandmother. But don't make this about my grandma. It's about Larry King. <laughs> this, do not make this about my grandma. You know, she's, she's not a selfish lady. She wouldn't want that. It's about Larry King today. 
And as a Philadelphia sports podcast, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think we should talk about anything else for the entire hour except for Larry <laughs> King and his suspenders. What do you got on Tommy? And Tommy Lasorda. Here, here's a guy. <laughs> All right, that, now here's that, a guy. Here's a guy that was bloated as hell. For years. He has one of my favorite sound clips of all time. And which one's that? When he talks about uh, V. Stiviano, uh, Donald Sterling's mistress. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, this you, is totally... Do you want to hear it? What? Do you want to hear it? Yeah, yeah, pull it up. But here's the but thing Rob, about... What, what, is your, what is your thought? Well, it doesn't surprise me that he said those things. Donald Sterling. That doesn't surprise me. And he shouldn't have said it. And uh, he just hurt himself by... by by talking too much and doing things that he couldn't, he shouldn't be doing. And I tell you, I don't wish that girl any bad luck, but I hope she gets hit with a car. I hope she gets hit with oh a car. God. Now listen, Tommy Lasorda, great, great baseball manager. I'm not sure he should comment oh comment on, on Donald Sterling's antics. For his <laughs> Is Donald Sterling still alive? Yeah, somehow yes. he's going to live forever. He's alive. Why couldn't they take Donald Sterling instead of Larry King? Oh I, 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 I will never understand that. But seriously, uh, we're going to move on from Larry King. But I just wanted to say, as a, as a future broadcaster, I, I would love to be... Uh, I, I, I would like to say that I'm influenced by Larry King. I point like him. I'm sort of I'm sort of a, a hunchback. I point like him, and that's pretty much you it. You do have a little bit of a hunchback. I, I do. I just you have do. to like invest in some suspenders or something. Yeah. Maybe the Coles could help me down the street next to the Wawa. But um, <coughs> no. But seriously, Larry King. He am I the only one that wasn't like, oh, that's a shame. Oh, I mean, I said it's a shame. I didn't really, I, I didn't really take in any of that me- media. I oh, mean, okay. The dude was 87. Yeah, but only 87. <laughs> you know? And, and he, he's lived, a young he's, 87, yeah, man. Life. I've become uh, kind of desensitized to his celebrity deaths, <laughs> especially since his was like a natural, I don't know if it was natural causes, but he was 87 years old. They say COVID, but everything's like, COVID We're coming now. up on a year of Kobe Bryant being dead. Tomorrow. I know, but Larry King, Kobe Bryant, I mean, sure. Listen, Kobe Bryant was young. Larry King was also young at heart. But uh, anyway, seriously. So I poured one out for Larry King over the weekend, and Hammer and Hank Aaron died too. Yeah. So yeah, all is, of these legends, I, I, I just, I, I can't believe it. Regis is gone. <laughs> Rickles is gone. Larry King's gone. Tommy Lasorda is gone. Hank Aaron's gone. Did you spend this weekend with one of the other people in the studio with you? On Friday, yeah, he was with me. Yeah. Why? Does somebody have COVID? No. Oh. Did you not <laughs> shut up about Larry King the whole time? I, I don't think that it processed through my head because here's the thing. I I, I just imagine like well, I might get myself into some okay. legal trouble here without like naming names, but like I I was drinking. We went over our friend Tanner's house. I just named the name. But um we went over to our friend's <laughs> house. Every listener who knows who your friends are. We were drinking and I, <clears throat> I I picked up this vape device. Turns out it wasn't nicotine, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't. And this thing was like ninety nine percent THC and <sighs> I was like happy for the first time in my life. <laughs> Wow. And I was like, this isn't nicotine. This is like an iPod Nano filled with orgasmic. It literally, it literally does look like an, an iPod shuffle. And I'm like, That's I don't, hilarious. That's sick. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to hit it. it. It was the most orgasmic thing. So I'm glad I, you know what you're smoking. Well, no. And keep in mind, I don't smoke weed like that. You know what I mean? But like, it was nice to, in a very rough week for me. But first of all, three weeks ago or four weeks ago now, I had COVID. I'm still trying to get over the, 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 men, the mental, emotional train wreck that that was but but to hear hammer and hank dies at such a young age and larry king dies at such a, you know it really i needed to feed my head so i since you had a rough weekend i was asking, well, not as rough as my brother but we'll get into that later i was asking that because i imagine whenever you meet up with said friend you just go into your larry king spiel like no greetings no. like nothing. Uh, it's no. been a like, it's been a while it, since i've done the larry king <laughs> i don't think it's been a long like, while I don't even think we talked about it on Friday. Yeah, which is that was the funniest part. I know, but it's upsetting to me that we didn't. Now you made me feel like a bad person for not talking about Larry King. <laughs> Taylor, I hate you. Now he's just gonna fucking talk about dead people every time we hang out. Well, I mean, <laughs> dude, yeah, but all the people I love are dead <clears throat> because Who? you 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 love all very old people. You're a boomer. Dude, like old my, white men. Let's, but, let's but, be clear. But at least like I'm not. Just loves his old white men. But at dude. least I'm not so unlucky that like oh I did like somebody young and it happened to be like XXX Tentacion who got assassinated. Like that would happen to me. I finally I mean, find somebody young that I can like relate with and then they get assassinated. Who's the youngest person you admire? The youngest person I admire. That's actually a very good question. Um, can, you, can you give me a, a subcategory or a category? Literally anything, because it only <laughs> seems to be sixty plus white guy. I, I don't know. See, there there are young people that I admire, 
But I think part of my problem is I'm so, like, I, I think it's a mental thing, meaning. Like, I don't want to say I admire somebody that's close to my age because I want to be better than them. And I, I'm kind of, like, competitive in that way, especially when it comes to, uh, like, uh, uh, broadcasting or something like that because I want to be the best. I don't want to, like, say, oh, yeah, I look up to this guy who's the same age as me. Um, Anybody that's under 40. Oh, sure. Um uh, uh, Ty Ty Wigginton was a nice guy, <laughs> but <laughs> no. But seriously, yeah. I mean, I would say I don't know how. What's old, a nice guy? <laughs> but who I admire, who I admire, that's under forty, and I don't know that there are any because you, you think about. All right, Mike Trout's a guy I admire. Okay, I admire him because people say he's the greatest baseball player. I don't really buy it, but like he's close, so I admire him for that. Uh, um, Mike Trout's a guy. Probably that's it. Um, Andrew McCutcheon, even though he's almost okay, forty, non, non baseball players. Uh, uh, I got <laughs> nothing. Like I would like to say, oh yeah, like uh, Jim Carrey or Pat Mahomes. You know? How old is Jim Carrey? He's probably in his fifties by now. Uh, Jim Carrey? Yeah. Nah, he's older than that. Oh well, that's well just... I'm saying at least, yeah. All right, oh, yeah. Someone young. Um, Pat Mahomes. Uh, not uh, entertainer. Oh well, dude, there is no entertainment these days. <laughs> What's entertainment? What, what real entertainment is, 9 o'clock Eastern, Larry King on CNN with Dom Rickles and Regis Philbin. Next. That's entertainment. I mean, here's a guy that interviewed yeah. Frank Sinatra. He, he interviewed everybody. It's like, the whole point of your impression to do the point at the end that nobody listening <laughs> can understand that you're doing. Yeah, but like, say, say we were on television right now. There could be blind people that don't know what's going on either. They can visualize in their head. Like you don't think Stevie Wonder can visualize things in his no. mind? People are. <clears throat> they I don't think they. I don't think they can. Wait. So blind people can't visualize things. If they didn't, if they weren't able to see before, how would they? No, I'm saying like if. <laughs> all right, maybe Stevie Wonder was a bad example. I'm saying somebody, somebody that got like, uh, <laughs> like uh, fibromyalgia or what's it called with the eye that you lose your vision over time? Blindness. Blindness. <laughs> <laughs> someone Male goes. Pattern blindness. Someone goes blind. <laughs> But, but they could see before. If I say, hey, listen, next, and I'm pointing, and they think of Larry King, they'll be like, oh, sh Seamus is pointing. I also don't understand the, the circles that he had in the back. Like, he had, like, these lights. None of us watched it regularly. No, no, right. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, Larry, pull up Larry King's... Nobody, no, no. Vince, no. look up Larry King I, live I right now. And the set is, like, all these lights of, like, the world. <laughs> it didn't make any... Like, I didn't, I didn't understand that. But there, but there were lights... And then CNN back in the... I don't know. She was just like, ooh, sparkly. <laughs> no, I mean, I, it was just a cool thing, man, because he was Larry King, man. <laughs> you know? I tell you, one of the most awkward interviews ever was, like, later in life, he did a podcast, sort of like this. Ten viewers and, you know. But uh, Larry King did a podcast, and he had Mac Miller on the one time. And, that, you know, wow. Mac, Mac Miller is just like... A, he's totally incoherent. Like, he he's not... Dude, did you ever hear him talk, dude? He's like completely not articulate at all. He talks like... Um, what are you talking about? I don't know. He doesn't talk like properly, I would say. He says like, yo, yo, what's up, Larry? Like stuff like that. Oh, so using... Uh, using he's casual, not casual, like that. casual conversation. Yeah, he's not really intelligent. So when you... Oh, rest I, in peace. Though. I completely disagree, but go on. I don't think he's that intelligent. So he was kind of like out of his league when he talked to Larry King, but Larry King still like could handle something like that. Meaning, like, he could talk to a young person and still get them to uh, open up about things. Can you? Sure. Okay. I talk to... I, I mean, I talk to young people a lot. I talk to Vince. I talk to Pat. You know what I mean? <laughs> people that's, your that's age. That's it. <laughs> I mean, like... No, Vince is two years younger. Right? I'm 21. So, oh, one one uh, guy that I admire that's young is the Eagles' new head coach. He's young, right? I don't even know his name. Do, you don't admire me? <laughs> I never even heard of this guy, by the way. So the, I never even heard of he's, him. He's from The Sopranos. You never heard of him. But I, I wish him well. I wish him well. I wish him <laughs> tremendous luck. I wish him very well from Mar-a-Lago. What was, what was uh, Trump saying about Larry King's death? Uh, I, he got his he Twitter stays, removed. He stays Hold on, let's matter. go back to the Mac Miller thing. You don't agree with me that he wasn't articulate? <laughs> I mean, you only bit, you're only you basing that off one interview, pretty much. But, like, isn't that like... All right, he's with Larry King, dude. He was wearing a white t-shirt. Seamus, being intelligent in the presence, nothing to do with the way you speak. In the presence of a they, master. They also booked Mac Miller, so they knew what they were getting. I guess, yeah, that's true. I, yeah, I don't whatever. know. Do, do you think he was an articulate guy? 
Mac Miller. Yes. Oh, okay. That's you may have been under the influence too. That's what I mean. Okay. So you, you can't necessarily say that because if he's under the influence of something, it's not really him. It's not really him. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's some it's a demon lizard person that's <laughs> from, in that from case, the Illuminati. All right, Jimmy Doyle, how are you doing in that today? Case, I'm not <laughs> articulate most of the time. So today today's a little bit of different different format. We're gonna touch the Eagles disaster in, in a minute, but and and the football games that have been happening, which I actually happen to watch, but. <laughs> I, I, I will have to bring you guys up to speed about my dad's theory about uh, the inauguration. Now I'm interested. Okay, so as you guys know, the 46th president of the United States, Joseph R. Biden Jr., which, by the way, his middle name's Robinette, which is a horrible middle name. <laughs> Robinette? Robinette. And it That's is a horrible. horrible middle name. I don't like it. I think he should get rid of it. That should be his first executive order, <laughs> is to get rid of his middle name, because it is horrifying. And my luck is... It's like named after like his like mom who died tragically or something like that, but um, while giving birth to him. Yeah. So he yeah. So he got inaugurated, and there's QAnon people, pro-Trump people. They're still out there, and they're still believing in this. Meaning they they don't believe that Joe Biden actually got inaugurated. They believe he got inaugurated, but that it was essentially defunct and and invalid because. Joe Biden got inaugurated into America Incorporated, but Trump got rid of America Incorporated, meaning he turned it uh, away from being a corporation and into a republic. So Trump had to set down, step down so the military could take over, and Trump's actually running shit from Mar-a-Lago. That's what these people think. Why are you looking I mean, at my that's, phone? That's just utterly insane, and I have heard that theory uh, from my family members on Facebook. <laughs> oh, so it's oh, not you just... You got Q in your family? I mean, I haven't had more like full yeah Q adjacent. Okay, a hundred percent. So I mean, listen, if they want to believe that, that's fine. Just don't like burn, no burn down the Capitol. Oh, okay, it's not fine. <laughs> it's These not people fine. Are crazy people. Yeah, but like you could say the same thing for like people think that Noah's Ark was a thing. Well, like, you know, did, I mean, like we don't judge. Like, did people. you see like there's like since since Biden is officially in and Trump's out, like since this has all happened, like it's so funny to see all like the liberal like celebrities act like all of the world's problems have been solved now. Like Jimmy Kimmel tweeted like, thank God now all we have to worry about is a deadly pandemic. All like, Yeah, I mean that's like, insufferable. Hey buddy, like the, the inherent racism in America didn't just go away. Oh, by the way, Joe Biden isn't that great, by no. the way. So. He's, that's why I don't get why conservatives and Trump people are so scared of having Biden as president. He's as close to dem Republican. Republican. Yeah, he's the most moderate Democrat ever. My favorite thing is right-wing media, as soon as Biden got sworn in, they were talking about how it's already been a failed presidency, and also, all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, Biden, Biden got sworn in, so guess what's happening right now? Another migrant caravan. That is the uh, <laughs> elusive boogeyman that the right goes to, which doesn't even exist and is not a threat to our country when they're losing power and they don't have anything else to talk about. They have to create fear, and that's what they're doing. I think it's actually pretty funny. But it's sad that people fall for it. Very sad. But yeah, QAnon's still alive and well. Oh, it's, it's, more alive, anyway. it's more alive now than ever, honestly. It probably yeah. is. But I wonder. I often wonder, like, since Trump's uh, account got suspended, his Twitter account, and he's been out of office for going on a week now, I, like, I wonder what he's doing right now. Me and Pat were just talking about this on the ride-in. On the ride-in, that also sounds I mean, like a cool radio thing doing, to say. Golfing. Or, like... Yeah. Yeah, but, like, probably is he, true. like... Is he gonna, like, attempt, like, suicide? Like... <laughs> no, like I said, he's too vain for suicide. Like, There's I, no way he attempts suicide. But, like, what if it really f is festering him? He has no outlet except for Melania, and Melania doesn't care. Well, at that point, he's just gonna hire hookers. He's gotta have a burner. You think he has a burner? There's a burner out there somewhere. I, I would use Don Jr.'s uh, Twitter account. Don Jr. I would use Barron's. This yeah. is this is Don Jr.'s dad, and I would start tweeting from hey, it. This is the father of Don Jr., big guy, very big guy, not as big as me. But uh, anyway, he loves big guys, and that yeah. will be Trump's enduring legacy Definitely, that he uh, loves it's big been a, men. It's been an interesting week, weekend. Yeah, so that. you just got back from the mountains. How, how, how was the mountains? Oh, it was a good time. We went out for our uh, friend's birthday. Uh 13 of us don't worry guys most people in this house i'd say 95 percent of the people in this house had COVID already it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty interesting i'm that like, right i'm a, an overwhelming majority of them have already had COVID. wow uh your brother had quite a weekend yeah i i heard my brother was uh sipping on that whiskey uh so we got up the mountains and about i'd say 10 minutes into like getting there getting settled and starting the drink 
Pat put his mummer's costume on. Oh and, uh, shit! And danced around. So that was that was nice. The first night, um, the first night I was probably the first or second drunkest person in this house because I drank a four loco. Oh, it's because you're a lightweight, Vince. I well, was cracking up at that. I'm joking. Earlier in the week, Vince posts on his story a picture of him drinking a four loco from like four years ago, and he goes, "Damn, I can't believe I used to drink this shit." Yep. What do I see the next night? Oh, Vince is drinking a fucking four loco. Yep. <laughs> Here's a fun fact: the gold about four loco. I've never had one. Now, now yeah, you have. I don't I've think I had you drink one before. No, maybe I was blacked out at the time. This was it was a mag. Oh, was it that? Yeah, when you that brought makes that way pack. too much sense. <laughs> yeah, when you remember? brought that twelve pack. Remember, I bought that twelve pack and I asked people. Uh, by yeah, the way, that that started. We don't even need to go. Into I don't want to go into that. My brother got very upset. He thought I got alcohol for everybody else except for him. It was a whole thing. Anyway, uh, <laughs> go before on. I get myself into more legal trouble uh, on the show. But uh, what what uh, what preference do you have when it comes to the logo? Do you, what 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 uh, flavor? I, I prefer none of them. But <laughs> um, if I had to drink one, like I talked myself into this weekend, I would go with gold. Okay, all right. Gold. I used to be a, in uh, honor of Trump. I used to be the yeah, sh- whatever that even means. Trump <laughs> Towers is gold. Oh, okay. He loves gold. I used to do the sour apple for logo, but uh, senior summer, I'm and like freshman year of college, I indulged in like one too many of those. And I, I guarantee you, when I saw you beer bonging a loco, it was sour apple. Yes, it was, and yeah, that, that was that was where like my distaste for it started. I, I would say <laughs> it was a bit of a rough patch in your life, but also it was a good time. In your I life. went. I think I went two days in a row bonging a sour apple loco because the one night I had one and I went to a friend's house and I was I was banged up already and I was a bit of a coward and I was too cowardly to bong the whole loco so I did half I like got my shit together and then I did a half again and then the next day I had another loco because I bought them in bulk <laughs> and this time I was like nah dude he's like hey listen I, I, I'm preparing for the uh, the apocalypse here yeah you're get all my speaking of bo- your brother one time on a beer run had the person that was getting us stuff Nine four locos. Nine four locos. Now, now, all right. I mean, you, I bought twenty four on. the one time when we came down that's, the yeah, bank. That's, that's crazy. You, you don't have to reveal <laughs> identities here, but was it a homeless person? No. Oh, okay. Because he's he's and, gotten homeless people to buy him alcohol. Let me finish this. I uh, so I I drink the loco. I'm I'm pretty hammered. Um, you know, a friend of your brother's girlfriend, Emma. Yeah. She was very very drunk. Drank a bottle <laughs> of Pink Whitney. And drank a bottle of Pink Whitney, and the next day woke up asking, hey, where did my Pink Whitney go? And we all looked at oh her. Oh, my goodness. We all looked at her and said, uh, what are you talking about? You drank that last night. You drank all of it. But then this is where this is where your brother comes into the mix. On Saturday, uh, the game plan was we wake up, you know, Franco, my Italian brother, one of our good friends. Yeah, shout out, Frank. He's chefing up some breakfast sandwiches. He's yeah, He's probably talking about oh, He's the most anime. Italian name I've ever heard. Yeah, Franco my name is Vincent. Yeah, Franco DiGiacomo. Franco DiGiacomo. And he calls his father Hammer. <laughs> yes. we, we don't know why. <laughs> <But> <laughs> we don't know why. <laughs> he's chefing up some breakfast sandwiches. His penis. We're, <laughs> I doubt it. We're, we're Wasn't making, it the, the hairhead shark thing? No, he, Franco literally <laughs> told me it was because he was an idiot. Oh. But I don't know how that correlates either. Actually, get Franco on the line real quick. <laughs> no, but he's he's chefing up some breakfast sandwiches. We're making mimosas, playing some beer pong, getting drunk, and we're going tubing, okay. uh, snow tubing at Blue Mountain. All right. Uh, to go back in time, the night before, we actually had tickets to go skiing at 6, and the check-in for this house is at 4. Majority of us got to this house at 6. Uh, and as we were going to get ready to go at like 7, keep in mind this place closes at 9, our friend is pulling out of the driveway and gets stuck. Takes about 30 minutes to get them unstuck. So we were like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to stay here and get drunk. We'll just go tubing tomorrow. Right. We go tubing. You know, we're all we're all really drunk. We're buying beers at the bar there. Uh, going tubing for a couple hours. Uh, I went tubing uh, in a child-sized tube by accident. I saw that on someone's Snapchat <laughs> So everyone was pairing up, and it was a lot of couples there. So people were pairing up, getting their double tubes, and I'm like, you know yeah, what, Patrick's, dude? Patrick uh, was paired up with Franco. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, just like every other aspect of my life, I'm going to ride solo on this one. Dude, you so, should have done it with Franco, seriously. Franco and Pat were together, I believe. I, really I thought did. it was Aaron and Pat. Nah, well, no. Aaron's irrelevant at this point. I, I, so, <laughs> so I grabbed this. I just grabbed, kidding. I grabbed the tube. I take it all the way up. And not until I'm about to put my ass in this tube to go, I realize that I grabbed a child-sized tube. So I'm sitting there, not in the tube, like on it. And I'm holding on, and my friends are saying all types of shit, laughing. And uh, the guy that, they, basically their job is to just like pull you and give you that yeah. head start to get you going. He says to me, 
hey, you know, if you fall, just hold your head. Just hold your head if you fall down. You have no idea how fucking fast yeah, I'm going. You fly. Bro, I was holding on for dear <clears> life, <throat> and the best part was, I'm like, since I'm solo, I'm spinning. Mm-hmm. Like, I went down half mm-hmm. the mountain fucking backwards. <laughs> so I'm, I couldn't even enjoy it because I'm genuinely concerned that I'm going to fly just off. Right this. backwards. <laughs> Bro, because he goes, you know, just hold your head. I'm like, thanks for the now, boost this, of confidence. How intoxicated were you at this point? I was pretty drunk at that point. So you're pretty drunk, uh, uh, sitting on top of a of a flotational device for, for the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Basically, that and, and it doesn't fit you at all. No. And and you don't know what's what's happening. You don't know if you're if this is going to be your last uh, hurrah down the hill in a, in a child's. There were a couple moments where I device. thought that might be it. <laughs> now, well, but you did survive. I did. So when you figured out uh, that that you were alive uh, the next day when you woke up. <laughs> So, so what was your reaction though? Like, were were you were you proud of yourself? See, I'm trying to be a little Larry King. Were you proud of yourself <laughs> when you woke up the next day, Vince? And when I got to the bottom of the mountain, I was like, "Holy shit, that was insane!" Now, did you do it again? Uh, we did it on the next, the bigger hill, but this time I rode with a friend. Okay, good. You didn't make the same and mistake. I, I fit. Twice. I fit in this one. All right, yeah. good. But then somewhere along the way, uh, you know, where we finish our time, and uh, our bus driver named Bob. He takes us home. And uh, when we get home, your brother realizes that he cannot find his wallet. <laughs> this and said wallet had $500 in it. Now, like now this Doyle. is why it makes yeah, exactly. Really. And now it makes no, sense. No, True Doyle just has it loose in his pocket. It makes sense that Patrick <laughs> and I are related because this is some shit that I would do. Now and that this, I have done. This story is going to get funny because I don't even know if you know this part because. Anyway, let me I'm just I'm racing for impact here. Um, so Pat, is, we're, like we're, we're looking all over for his wallet. We're calling the place. We're calling the bus driver. Everyone's like, we're going to look. We're going to look. And obviously, Pat goes into like a spiraling. He starts spiraling. Yeah, well, that's what but he does. Pat ta- does it in a different way. You know, he doesn't He doesn't cry. No. He doesn't get down. Instead, Pat decided. what I told him to do. Pat decided <laughs> to go one-on-one with uh, Jack Daniels himself. Yep. And that's what and he does. he killed an entire bottle of Jack Daniels. That's and, what I taught the kid to do. I'm so proud of him. <laughs> and, a, and a good portion of my uh, proper 12 Irish whiskey that I had. Now, wait a minute. Did, did, did he have permission to drink your proper oh, 12? Yeah. yeah. Pat was... One of the it was one of the drunkest states I've ever seen Pat in, and that's really saying something considering uh, Wait a senior summer. I, I have to like since you just said that, I have to explain to the to the listening audience how much that actually means. It means a lot because yeah. my, I don't say that lightly. My brother back in his heyday could throw some beers back like like nobody's business, and he would get fucked up like it's nothing. Isn't he twenty one. So yes. So for well, it's he's not his heyday. It's his heydays right now. No, he peaked. I, I will tell you <laughs> he, that right he, now. He, he peaked peaked in, he that guy peaked probably before senior summer. I'm almost certain he peaked. When before did you peak? Up sixth grade. Oh, Listen, know. all I know is Pat was extremely <laughs> hyped to watch the UFC fights, and he passed out before they came. Well, on. well, what I was <laughs> trying to say is, for you to say that it was one of the drunkest you've ever seen him is saying a lot. Right, and honestly. Uh, at one point, Pat, we got Pat upstairs, and uh, Pat's phone was sitting there, and I didn't know whose phone it was, so I uh, <laughs> turned it, and I'm clicking it, and I see a text from Seamus, and he says, you're going to make it to work tomorrow, bud. Yeah. and I Got it I, right here. Yeah. You're going to make it to work tomorrow? It's Vince. Pat blacked out on whiskey. His status for tomorrow's shift is doubtful. Now, <laughs> yeah. I did not know, because the next day... I'm with a, with a D in parentheses, yeah. like they yeah. do on the ESPN. The next day, Pat comes downstairs, and he's like, why did you lie to Seamus? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, I lied to Seamus, and he's like, I'm going to work today, and I was like, What the fuck are you talking about? He's like, It's at one. I was like, You're a, you're a crazy person. I was shocked. But this is where this is the part of the story that's funny. So like Don't I said, tell Pat, me he tried to fight you. No, okay. Pat blacks out on whiskey. He's he's doing all kinds of crazy shit. He falls asleep. We get him upstairs, and then today, today Pat checks his email. And he got an email that they found his wallet. Yep, I, I was there. He read it aloud. So they found his wallet. Now this is where the funny part ha- comes in. So now. They found his wallet, but he's going to have to go back up. He did ask them to mail it to him. Right. So maybe they will, given that's part of their lost items policy. If not, he's gonna have, we're going to have to get him up there to get it. Yeah. This How long e- the drive? It's two hours. Oof. This it's email that he read today... Long was sent to him on Saturday night when we were up the mountains. Think about how absurd that is for a second. He could have checked his email, and we could have got his wallet that very night. That very night. Instead, Mr. Jack Daniels had other plans for him. <laughs> is, exactly. is it common to mix alcohol and the snowy slopes together? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Apparently, that's it the is? only oh, thing yeah. people do up there. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. Get drunk and go skiing. Yeah, but yeah. all right. There are like virgin, like <clears throat> Eagle Scouts. Uh, that was a bad analogy. <laughs> no offense to Eagle Scouts. But there is like, you know, dorky people. Stop looking at me like I'm like uh, I feel like you're Howard Stern when he's mad at Artie Lang for being on heroin in the in the studio or something. Like that's the look you're giving me and it's making me feel sad. That's the look I was going for. But <laughs> all right. But here's the thing. There are people that actually enjoy going up the mountains. And I never have, obviously. Sober, sober, right? But those are the type of people that are, like, normal, like, working class. Normies. Like, like almost like, like <laughs> normal people. Responsible adults. Exactly. Let's just say it. Yeah. But that's not who we are. No. So, well, like, it, all right, put it this way. We could go to a cave. It doesn't uh, matter what the setting we, is. We, we, could, we, could, we could go on vacation after the Rona to see where Osama bin Laden used to live. In a cave in the Middle East. And if I don't have a keg with me, I'm not... Mm, and not I will guarantee fun. you we're getting hammered there. We could go to the fucking Vatican to, to, look, oh, at all, to, look, to look at all the all the naked pictures of babies they have could on the Sistine Chapel. drunk at the Vatican? And just get hammered. That's what we do. <laughs> Yo, but I gotta get into my aspect of how I had a bad weekend because on Saturday, uh, obviously... Were you in the park? What? <laughs> I don't... I don't Saturday... I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, in the park. Never heard that. Don't know what that's referencing, but it's uh, a song. That no, every, Saturday. That literally, everybody knows. Uh, oh, you messed your mic up. So after Dude. after we got home, obviously, I had continued to get extremely intoxicated, and uh, we uh, we watched the McGregor versus Poirier UFC card. And uh, I'm gonna just stop for a second because I just need everyone to know that Sheamus is the worst at handling Mike. We're having I've some technical seen. difficulties here, folks. It's it's absolutely hilarious. The mic is sort of like a okay. flaccid penis right now. <laughs> so, yeah, you experience with it, those? it is just hanging there, so motionless. Uh, anyway, I had one hundred and forty dollars total riding on this UFC card, and I went over two. So wait a minute, uh, I don't understand the difference between like UFC. Uh, MMA, it's the same. fighting, WWE, okay. MMA. I, I don't understand the difference. MMA is the sport. UFC is like the company. So MMA is the sport Mixed that Marcus. Conor McGregor plays. Yes, I, I guess you can say. But he it plays is run it. by the UFC. Yeah, yeah. Like there's other there's other MMA uh, promotions like Bellator and one fighting championship. All right, let's take it one step at a time here. This is like teaching somebody <laughs> how to tie their shoes. You know, right. Seamus still doesn't know how to do it properly. Yeah, but SpongeBob helped. You make a loop de loop and pull, and your shoes are looking cool. Anyway, he did say that. He said that multiple times, if you count reruns. But here, here's my thing: you had money on Conor McGregor, I assume. Yeah. Also now, now Conor McGregor Taylor, as we all know, is a Irish uh, person, right? A proud Irish man who thinks you that right. all Irish people enjoy him, which is just not true. But anyway, that's just Speak my two cents. Yourself. That's my two cents there. Well, I mean, when he wins, I'm going to celebrate. Yeah, of course, because you have to. When he loses, I really don't give a fuck. Nobody cares. <laughs> like, but Vince cares because he had a lot of money on the line. Yeah, is I that mean, true? Now, you work for the union, so this is big time money, I assume. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I could have won. Listen, first, I the, it was the co-main event and the main event that I had my money riding on. Now, what is a co-main event? The co-main event is like the second biggest fight on the card. And that was who? That was uh, Dan Hooker versus Michael Chandler. I enjoy now, the name Hooker. Yeah. I just met her. Now, Michael Chandler. Ah, nice. Michael Chandler, was a uh, he's a newcomer to the UFC. He was over in Bellator where he was like a dominant champion. What is Bellator? Uh, it's kind of it's another promotion of MMA, but it's like UFC's little brother basically. Okay. I'm gonna think stop. of like think of like a farm system. I'm going to stop asking questions because I feel no. like it makes me look like no, an no, idiot. no. Not a lot and of people I'm trying are, to be Larry well, King. To Not a lot of people are in UFC so or MMA, so That's true. I have no problem See, explaining. See, even you're getting the terms confused. <laughs> but he came over and this was his first fight. And I thought that uh, he would have problems with Dan Hooker because Dan Hooker is a great fighter. And dirty. He's dirty? He's a oh, dirty, he's hooker. dirty hooker. Dirty Dan. But uh, no, <laughs> in instead, Michael Chandler uh, knocked him the fuck out in the first round. So He used to be in Friends. <laughs> yeah. Man, my jokes are not landing No, that tonight. one didn't land. I think it was Chandler. That yeah, was Chandler. The, uh, I don't on. even remember which one that was. But That was Matthew Perry. So, yes. Okay. Yeah. So I lost a couple of my bets there. But then I was like, you know what? The majority of my money is on McGregor. 
I have faith in him. Right. Let's get it done. Right. So I had co- my main my main bet that would have won me the most money was Conor McGregor knockout in the second round. Who was okay. minus three hundred, I believe. Oh yeah, his his money line. Yeah, knockout in the second round was plus four hundred sixty. So I took that and uh, got to the second round. Conor was winning the fight. He was landing big shots, and then he got he got fucking sparked. Did you watch the fight, Jameis? I oh saw highlights. God. He, Dude, got, he got fucking demolished. Yeah. Well, see, the funny <laughs> like thing is, the thing is, there's the people that over-defend Conor McGregor. Right. Colton. And they get on Twitter. And I saw a lot of people Colton, say... Colton, how are you? Friend of the show. If you notice, I mean, you didn't watch the fight, but uh, in the first round, Dustin Poirier hit Conor with some leg kicks. And in the second round, you could clearly see that Conor was not moving as well, leading to that knockout. And people on Twitter were saying things like, oh, the leg was compromised. If that doesn't happen, Conor wins. It's like, well, that's part of the fight. That but was that's part the of the game thing. plan. Exactly. Like people make excuses for this guy left and right. Yes. I used to be a huge McGregor fan. I still root for him, but not not nearly as much now. Like I'm i I'm actually very even though I lost money now that I'm away from that, I'm very happy for Dustin Poirier. Sure. He must have felt like he was on top of the world because he got knocked out by Connor seven years ago and pretty much everyone overlooked him in this fight. Now let me ask you something. McGregor losing the fight, did that I mean, as a result of that, you lost some money, right? Yeah. So did that impact your uh, drinking in the, in the following hours? The way I look at it, if he were one, I was going to get drunk in celebration. And if he lost, which he did, I was going to get drunk to numb the pain. So, so basically, you... you uh, all right. I was going to get drunk did, either so way. Did basi- you pra- practice bankroll management? What is that? Uh, not spending over 10% of what your balance is. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, $140 is the most I've bet, I think, ever. I mean, that's pretty decent. I rarely cross the threshold of 100. Okay. I, it, it would take. So you're a, not a degenerate. No. I, I lock in little parlays here and there. That's why I have hit very rarely. But, uh, I'm not surprised Connor lost. I would, I'm not saying that I thought he would, but, uh, it was one of them fights was like, okay, I wouldn't be surprised. But in that fashion, he's never been knocked out before. So to see him get uh, KO'd cold, it was definitely uh, painful to watch my $140 get drained yeah, down listen, the toilet. Think of it this way. You work for the union, you'll get that back uh, uh, next week when you get paid again. Yeah, and I'll probably gamble it on uh, those Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Now, here's the thing about the uh, NFC. I want to talk about the NFC Championship game. Go for it, man. Now... Actually, I want to get your initial reaction to it, to, to the final result of that game. Were you happy? Were you sad? Were you indifferent? Uh, I'd say, I, I can't say indifferent because I was rooting for the Packers because I really don't like Tom Brady. Like, I, I get that people are going to say I'm hating on greatness, and I will acknowledge he is the greatest quarterback of all time. Right. I just It's pretty some, much for, indisputable at this point. For some reason, I just don't like the guy. I don't know why. Now, the problem with the, my thing with the game is uh first of all, I for, I can't pronounce the name of the the offensive lineman for the Packers that was like one of the best in the league that was out for this game. Right. That definitely affected the game because Rodgers was under constant pressure. But yeah, he uh, was getting mauled. Yeah, he was getting mauled. Um my immediate thoughts were James Winston must be furious to watch Tom Brady go out there and throw three touchdowns and three interceptions and get praised for his That might have been one of the funniest tweets whoever yeah. tweeted that. I was dying. I mean, like... <clears throat> James Winston's definitely sitting at home fucking squinting at the TV screen like, how the fuck I can't do that? Like, this is what I'm saying. So far, not to say he's gotten lucky, but uh, so far, Tom Brady has been up against two very... not. I'm not going to say bad because Rodgers didn't play bad, but Drew Brees played horrible. Oh, and oh my God. It was like he, offensively bad. He played horrible, and Tom Brady also didn't play good in that game despite having like three touchdowns. What, he had, he had like, three picks? In this past game, yeah. I'm talking in the Saints game, he had like four picks that got dropped. Yeah. But in this game, he had three picks, three touchdowns. He didn't play great, but you know, I guess they did enough to get the win. But my main thing was at the end of the game, and that's what everyone wants to talk about. Is how it ended with that uh, holding or right. pass interference. Yeah. Um. My my thoughts on that are it was clearly holding. Right. But it was not consistent with the way the game was called. Yep. Um. There were multiple, and I mean multiple, holding calls that should have been made against the Bucks defense on the Packers receivers in the second half, like at least two or three that weren't called, and even in the first half, both teams were. 
you know, going back and forth. Kind of the refs were letting them play. You know what I think it is? I honestly think I think the NFL's rigged, Taylor. <laughs> you know why? Tom Brady in a uh, an aging Tom Brady. Ten full hats, please. Goes to a new team. I, I read this on HN. Goes to a new <laughs> goes to a new team, right? Uh, different conference. Uh, uh, the the whole thing's different. I'm going to prove uh, that it's not just Belichick. Uh, Belichick's not just the reason why I'm successful. I'm successful because I'm Tom Brady. I'm the goat. So he has a mediocre, slightly above mediocre season. Not even I would say it was me- a mediocre season by Tom. Brady. I'd say it was slightly they're, above. They're a wild card team. He's got every. He's got nice weapons. They're a wild card team, and and he goes to the Super Bowl. It's rigged. And by the way. That Super Bowl is at home. He will be at home for the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, that is pretty cool, though. That is absurd. Um, did you know that now Tom Brady has played in 18% of all Super Bowls ever? I mean, the Super Bowl like was started, what, 10 years ago? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's relatively... No, it's not like the baseball where it's like the 8,000th World Series this year. That's still insane that one player has played in 18% of them. Absolutely. It's insane, but, the, you know, he's 63 years old. <laughs> But, uh, now I'm very upset about uh, uh, about uh, the, what the hell is the guy's name? Aaron Rodgers. I, I enjoy Aaron yeah. Rodgers. I thought I love him. I thought easily. Thank God I'm not a betting man because I would have easily taken Green Bay. I did. Well, what did you guys think? Did you? What did you think about the decision by Matt Lafleur to kick that field the goal? Pussy on? move. I mean, he got killed for that. Yeah, I think that might have been a worse decision than Doug punting for the tie. Who? <laughs> Uh, Doug Peterson. I have no idea who that is. For the tie. I don't know who that is. Right, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, he was getting flamed, and rightfully so, for that, because you have the MVP of the NFL. You have one of the best red zone threats in Devontae Adams. Like, why would you not take a shot there? You have it's, to. Yeah, it's not like you weren't within 15 yards. Like, yeah. and, and not for nothing, the quarterback you're giving the ball back to is Tom Brady. Yeah. You are saying here, greatest quarterback of all time, just beat us, finish the game. Like, you you don't do that. You don't do that, especially the way your defense is playing all game. Yeah, they were Wait, garbage. Their deep backs were non-existent. I mean, how mm-hmm. the fuck did Scotty Miller get behind the defense that bad to end the half? Especially when you should have been playing the defense where no one gets behind you. Yeah, all that they had time to do was score a touchdown. That now, was fucking wild. Now, this is off topic before we get into the AFC Championship game. Go for it. Uh, but earlier in the show, we mentioned how our beloved friend Franco, who is one of the best guys in the world, he didn't die or anything. I just wanted to, you know, I just want to say how Does much. Does he have I, COVID for the third no, no, time? No, no, but, no. But we said earlier that Franco's dad's nickname was Hammer for some obscure reason. So I asked him about it, and he responded to me. He has a massive penis. I said, yo. He said, what's up? I said, on the podcast, talking about your dad's nickname, anything to add? And then he goes, Big Franco? I said, I thought it was, I thought it was Hammer. And he clarifies here. He says, nah, that's not his nickname. It's an insult slash term of endearment. The origin is his cousin works in construction and would call people who were stupid slash stubborn Hammer, as in you couldn't hurt their heads with a hammer. Then it took off. So thanks for <laughs> clarifying, Franco in South Philly. We love you today. It was definitely because he has a huge cock. Go stop it. Uh, uh, by the way, here's a little plug. That's for just the, what they told Franco yeah, growing up. Yeah. Little plug for the family business here. PNS, go shop there. We support small business. Anyway, AFC Championship game. Speaking of um, Franco, Patrick Mahomes. Now, Franco knew about Pat Mahomes before a lot of people knew about Pat Mahomes. Franco is a guy that knows a lot about football. He's okay? a big football fan. Big football fan. When, Weird, when, though, because he doesn't have a team. When Alex Smith was uh, the starting quarterback for KC, right? Do you remember that? The good old days? I remember. All right. There was a guy sitting on the bench, Pat Mahomes. He was like, so Alex Smith gets traded. I remember talking to Franco about this. And he goes, they don't have to worry about anything. That dude, Pat Mahomes, is going to be one of the greats. And now look at it. He's in his second Super Bowl in a row. I think Franco is uh, Nostradamus. I mean, he did show in college, so... Yeah, but listen, I, I want to praise Franco. I don't think anyone he, ever thought and Mahomes he just yeah, not to this degree, but I, I mean, mean, dude, like, let's just get into the game. I'm, I'm going to first off say, not surprised. Um, not surprised, but I, I am sort of disappointed because I wanted the Bills to kind of like be in the game, which they weren't at all. I mean, l- let me let me just say something real quick before in we can game, get into it. Were. How funny sure. would it have been if like the Bill? Let's just say the Bills did make the Super Bowl. The Bills were rejoicing all year, like, oh, Brady is finally out of the AFC East. It's our conference. Let's go do this thing. And then, boom, you got to meet him in the Super Bowl. 
But still, I think they, they would have been shaking in their boots, yeah. like, "Oh God, not him again!" Yeah, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they, that definitely would have been sort of bizarre. But I still think that the the Bills are much better. Than I the love Bucks. Josh Allen. But I'll take the Bills over the Bucks. I love Josh Allen, but it still seems like the moment is a little too big for him. Uh, and maybe, he, yeah. maybe it's too big. For he him, was, but I don't know how you could say that when he literally he was getting killed. Uh, he was he was a game a win away from going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but I mean, this is the biggest moment he's ever played in. That's sure, what I'm he's like. 23 years old. Yeah, and that's that's not to say that he won't improve in that. I think those bills are going to be back yeah. next year. I mean, compared to probably one of the dumbest plays I've seen in a playoff game in him last year. This oh, is yeah. Way better. When he, yeah. Way better rebound. Way better, yeah. I mean, he's getting better with he's every maturing. year. maturing. But look, we got to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Patrick Mahomes, every single time I watch him play, it's almost like I forgot how good he is because he just impresses me every time. Every time. You know what's going to blow your mind real quick? Go for it. Patrick Mahomes will play in two Super Bowls before ever losing an NFL game by more than one possession. Yeah, I saw the that. The last time he lost by more than one possession was November 19th of 2016 versus Iowa State. Wow, that is impressive. That was like all... That is fucking absurd. He was actually four <laughs> years old in 2016 too, which is pretty even yeah, more impressive. Jason Tatum both, right? Dude, like you, you said... Yeah. You, you said you watched the game, right, Seamus? Yeah, I watched it. There were multiple throws where he had someone like wrapped around his lower body and yeah. still completed the oh, pass. Yeah. Like, it's absolutely insane. Travis that he Kelsey went off. Who the Travis Kelsey is? Who the hell? Who's, he had eight so receptions who's the in, other like, guy? The, 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 the other receiver? Tyree Kill. Tyree. Oh my! I love Tyree Kill. Nicole I mean, Hardman too. Let's be lucky. I'm, I'm not good with names. Let's be I'm lucky. Not, he's only been like probably the best receiver besides Stephon Diggs. I forget here. people's names sometimes. The, the Bills got pretty lucky that the Chiefs muffed a putt punt inside yeah. their own five. Yep. Or else, I thought you said they went like putt putt putting. <laughs> Yeah, they did. They and went mini golf. Yeah, they, they were, were so bored. 30. Yeah, yeah, right. No, but uh, that led to a. Score. That was a clever remark. Yeah. Anyway, um. <laughs> Tyree Kill. <it's laughs> Nobody ins- understands my boomer sense of humor in here. I got to get the fuck out of here. When you see how fast uh, Hardman and Hill are, it's like unfair almost. It's it's, it's absolutely insane. But you also you look at guys that the Eagles have passed over. When you look at like I kind of wish I kind of wish run twenty three miles an hour on command. I kind of wish Stefan Diggs was also on the Chiefs. I Why? feel like, I don't know. I feel like that would be even more fun to watch. Okay. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, Tyreek Hill is better than him. <laughs> yeah, but I know. But Stefan Diggs still. I think he's my guy. But who, I enjoy Stefan Diggs. So, I mean, there's not, not even not in a sexual way. I just enjoy. Oh, well, watching now him we're going to assume that it is in a sexual <laughs> way. Josh Allen, on the other hand, <laughs> there's not even really like much to talk about with this game. It was just not really that competitive. Well, you know what's the funny about quarter. the game? Uh, no, when, second quarter. When, second quarter. When, when the game ended. Uh, the Chiefs uh, secured a spot in the Super Bowl. Isn't that funny how that happened? For the <laughs> second year in a row. And now we're going to have to listen to uh, local radio. Andy Reid's back in the Super Bowl. Oh, my goodness. Let's blow him for three well, hours. I saw a tweet earlier that said, uh, isn't it funny how the Eagles fired Andy and moved on to Chip Kelly in order to, uh, they wanted to revolutionize offense yeah. in the NBA, and then Andy Reid literally did that? Yeah, well, he certainly did that. But the, but here's here's the thing. Let, let's make a little horrible segue here. So Andy Reid used to be the coach of the Eagles, I think. Oh no way! Yeah, he did for for a, for a year or two. Uh, and then uh, a bunch of other coaches came here. And recently, Can you name them all? probably not Arthur Rhodes. Um, uh, with the Rex Ryan's father, uh, a bunch of others in between. Juan but, uh, Castillo. Uh, Marty Mordenweg. Um, let's see here. Joe Banner. Larry King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Regis Phil. <laughs> Larry Kane, who used to be a commentator on Channel 10. Not to be confused with Larry King. But, um, yeah, that's my wheelhouse. Obscure broadcasters. I, I have a quick, quick side note. Sure. Have either of you two seen, uh, Seamus at a family event? Yeah. No. When he graduated from, from uh, high school, yeah. Does he only surround himself with the older people? Well, here's how I can defend well, I am asking everybody else the question. I'm not yes. even looking at them. Yes. I don't care. Those, let Is them, it weird? Let them say no, what they want to say. No, I'm used to it. Like, I usually what ends up happening is me and Pat end up hanging out with like the people our age, and then Seamus is off hanging out with like. Oh, perfect Gigi example. My mom's and, funeural luncheon. Yes. Oh, God. This was, no, this is actually the perfect example. My mom's Christ. funeral luncheon. Jesus. <laughs> this is, no, no, this is like the perfect example. It's oh, okay. We can God. talk about it. So here's what happens. A bunch of shit went down here. All right, before we talk about the Eagles' new hire. I know Vince is chopping at the bit. 
But let's talk about my mom's funeral luncheon first. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it was at Pika's, which if my Verona bosses are listening to me, it was before I knew Verona existed, I would have had it at Verona. But because uh, <laughs> Pika's is also a famous okay, Delco like pizza shop. It doesn't shop. matter. But whatever. My mom's funeral luncheon. They also don't do luncheons. So can, I don't I, know. can I tell? Can no, I tell yeah, but let me set it up here. <laughs> let me set it up here. Please take longer to set. So I'm wearing a suit. Obviously, <laughs> I'm pretty much heavy set at the time. Yeah, he's fat. I'm fat, but uh, still handsome. Uh, my aunts told me I was handsome, so don't say anything else. But uh, so I'm sitting at the table. I'm sitting next to my aunt Gigi, who's my mom's sister. I'm sitting next to my aunt Patty, who's my mom's other sister. And my Great dad's Andy's. there. My Man. cousin Caitlin's there, and her new fiance, uh, Bill, is there. Which, by the way, they weren't they weren't engaged at the time. They were, they just started dating. So this is. Bill's first introduction to the family is my mom's funeral <laughs> and then my mom's funeral luncheon. <laughs> a couple funny things happened with Bill. My one aunt who passed away earlier in the year, she was old though. She was a nun. She was, she was, but she was known to have no filter. Walks up to my cousin's uh, boyfriend and says, hey, you look like a McCann. Are you a McCann? Here's why this is weird. The McCanns are related to us. Therefore, my cousin Caitlin would be dating her cousin if, uh, if in fact, he was a McCann. And she knew that they were dating, so that whole thing was bizarre. And so he says, no, my name's Bill Manhers, M-A-N-H-E-R-Z. And she says, Bill Fernandez. Oh, that's nice. Uh, I, I've always wanted to have a Puerto Rican uh, son-in-law. So first, the whole thing is going out of control. Number one, that was a racist remark. Number two, he's not even Puerto Rican. He's German and Irish. So that, that whole, welcome to the family, Bill. You know, that sort of thing. Uh, fast forward to your question. Um, so that has nothing to do with what I was just about to talk about. Did. No, it, but, um, but I thought so, it was funny. So I sat with the old people. No, no, so no, hold on. So you and Pat were sitting there for a little bit. You kept sitting there. That food was awful. It was really good. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't but, like it. But Pat comes back to the table I'm sitting at with all the guys that are our age. And Ty Fusetti <clears> was there. So. He was, okay. Um, <laughs> so I don't know why he was there the worst. for everyone that knows who that is but I appreciate that he was there he's I, my friend I go upstairs with my fake and I try to get beers for everybody and they only, fake give ID. Me, they only give me one beer Oof, there's a weird place in hell for you <laughs> me? yes <laughs> okay so, is it a fake at a funeral lunch it's Pika's dude okay <laughs> and you also, wouldn't understand and you also, wouldn't understand the word fun is in funeral but and also, Mrs. Continue. Doyle would have wanted us to get drunk. For oh, her. she would have loved it. So, um, I go upstairs. I down. use my fake. The whole time, the lady's telling me about how she can spot fakes from a mile away, and she knows like every fake, what they look like, while she's accepting mine. <laughs> and uh, I walk in. She only gives me one. She's like, "Oh, there's a lot of young people down there. I can't give you a bunch." And I was like, "All right, cool." So I go down with my one beer, and then I look at them. And I'm like, "Well, guys, so the beer store I usually go to is across the street." Should I just walk across the street and grab a fucking 12 pack and we'll just sit back here and drink beers? And so that's what we did. <laughs> so I walk across the street, get a 12 pack of Platts, and we're all just sitting in the back. Uh, Light Bud Light Platinum. 8%. Oh, God. And we're just all, we were on a big Bud Light Platt kick back then. And we're all just sitting in the back. There's a short for Bud Light Platinum. So we're all sitting in the back just chugging Platts. And Seamus comes walking back like after we've been sitting there for like an hour. The funeral's starting to wind down a little bit. And we're all just sitting there a little, little tipsy. And he's like, guys, what's up? And we're like, where have you been? <laughs> we've just been sitting back here drinking the whole time. I was talking to the old people. <laughs> and yeah, he was, was talking doing. to the old people. And me and Pat and our other buddy Jake were just sitting there getting drunk the whole time. I was pretending to be Larry King. <laughs> interviewing my old my elderly relatives just but yeah i mean them. so yeah I, I i mean i wasn't really invited to hang out with them is the truth i literally walked in with the 12 pack under my jacket and said seamus we're drinking brother. in the back I, but i didn't friends. but i didn't believe you <laughs> I like, literally showed you the 12 pack and said, Seamus, we're drinking in the back. And you said, so okay, I'll come back in a minute. <laughs> you snuck beers into this. No, I literally walked in with it in my hand. It's keep in mind. So it's, it's, there's like, they were in the downstairs part. This is Delco. Yeah, this is like, not BYOB. Correct. No, God, no, okay. they have a bar upstairs. They have a bar. So I literally just walked in with it. Cause the, the entrance is like this. It splits off this way. It's got a separate room. It splits off this way. You go through these doors, you go into the restaurant and the bar. You go this way, you go right downstairs to where the, the this is great private event was. It's great radio, by the way. <laughs> They're separate, <laughs> separate areas. Hey, yeah. this, this show is perfect for our blind audience. <laughs> 
But, yeah, but anyway, so yeah. Do I hang out with older people? Sure, I do. You know why? I'm an old soul. I, 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 like, is there boomer, anything yeah. wrong with being an old soul? You're, you're a boomer. Don't yeah. like the term. <laughs> That's what a boomer that, would what say. Boomer would say. <laughs> I don't like that Boomers term. Boomers typically hate that term. All right, so here's basically what's going to happen in my life. 50 years down the line, I'm going to be on ESPN saying, back, 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 back. I'm going to be that guy, Berman. Except my wife's not going to get drunk and crash her car. Sound like it. Oh my god! You're not going to have a wife. I mean, that, a husband. that is what happened to that guy. Your your midlife crisis is going to be like triple because He's nobody <laughs> that you enjoy talking to He's or admire is going to be alive. <laughs> Do you think I'm going to like end up like on drugs or something? You're, you're going to have to find something. I don't know. Do you think I'm going to be like on heroin, just like doing a podcast <laughs> from my dad's basement? Your dad doesn't have a basement. When he has a basement, <laughs> when we move out of the current place, Shavis' midlife crisis is gonna be like in like he's gonna, three years. <laughs> he's gonna have like a he's gonna have a moment of clarity where he's like, "Oh my god, my dad was right. QAnon is the truth." <laughs> no, I don't think I'll ever get that bad, but I'll, I'll probably try to convince myself that when Bruce Springsteen dies, he actually didn't die, and I'll jump down that rabbit hole. But anyway, the Eagles hired a Dago, and uh, <laughs> Vince, it's about, uh, it's about time. Vince, now let me get this straight. This uh, the new Eagles head coach. Uh, what, how do you say his last name? Sirianni. 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 Good, good, good Irishman. So the Eagles hire him. Uh, South Philly explodes with uh, all their uh, gravies all over Wait, the place. Real quick, Christopher Columbus statue is put quick, back. Speaking yes. of uh, Italian, did you uh, on Saturday? I put on my story. I put up a picture of McGregor and I said, "Make me some money." Yeah, I and then that. I put up the picture of McGregor knocked out, and I said, "Thanks for nothing. I'm Italian anyway." Yeah, I, I like that. I thought that was cute. But anyway, yeah, I thought it was adorable. Sirianni, Sirianni's here now. Uh, all right, so he, he was today. the former the Eagles, what defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, offensive coordinator of the uh, Indianapolis were you, Colts? No, the were you Chargers? No, the Sirianni. No, no, no. I thought I thought you were talking about oh, the no, new the offensive coordinator. coordinator the we coordinator's have. from the yeah, he's from the Chargers. Yeah. Nick Sirianni yeah. is the offensive coordinator of the Colts. Okay. Yes. Previously. All right. Did you see all the awkward videos they posted of him today? Yeah, dude. He was just like, he's like walking out to the practice field and it's like completely brown. He's like, wow. oh, cool. This is wow. like where you set up tables. Where he walked in his office. He's like, cool. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> like they were just recording this man going everywhere. So Sirianni, what, 38 years old, 37, something like something that? Something along those lines. He's in his 30s. He's young. Now, now what do you, what, like, do you, I'm is happy. It, is it a good hire? Uh, I think he was one of the better hires that were a left. Taylor's not impressed. W- were you thinking Deuce, the marginal athlete that, I wasn't that was ready. still a coach here? I wasn't ready for Deuce to be head coach yet. But before we evaluate, uh, evaluate the coach. And I'm the one that's going to be on drugs. This yes. guy can't even talk. <laughs> Which means I'll be on drugs. Okay. Um, <laughs> is this team going to be good even no. before this coach? No. Okay, so if the team's going to be bad, I want the most entertaining head coach we can possibly have. Bill O'Brien. Charlie Manuel. Yeah, bring Charlie in. Bring in Charlie. Actually, bring him come to football. Wait, resurrect Tommy Lasorda from the dead and have him (laughs) coach the fucking... Have Tommy Lasorda's corpse coach the Eagles. I I was thinking uh, Chuck Pagano. Oh, my. He already retired. Yeah, 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 I know. (laughs) Like something on that tier, I would would love. (laughs) Bring back Chip. I I like Chuck Pagano. Why not? Um, is uh, is uh, Arthur Rhodes still living? No idea. Mm, I don't know who that uh, is. Yeah, didn't I, he coach no. the Eagles at one point? Hold on. Uh, anyway, <laughs> if, yeah, what, if, the what? <laughs> if the team's bad, I need the most entertaining coach, or else I have nothing. No, Arthur Rhodes is a former Major League Baseball <laughs> left-handed relief pitcher. Oh my God, you couldn't have been any further off. <laughs> I don't know where I got that. Who did he play for? <laughs> not even the Phillies. Oh. Wait, uh, he's from Waco, Texas. Is, yeah, I th- yeah. <laughs> um, so Arthur Rhodes played for the Baltimore Orioles, Seattle Mariners, Oakland Athletics, Cleveland Indians, Philadelphia Phillies, uh, Seattle Mariners, Florida Marlins, Cincinnati Reds. Right, sh- shut up, Texas shut up. Rangers. When did he retire? St. Louis Cardinals. When did he retire? He retired in. Well, he made his major league debut in '91 for the Baltimore Orioles and retired on September 27, 2011, for the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, cool. He had a Hall of Fame career going 87 and <laughs> 70 right. with what a happened in, What happened to Nick Sirianni? <laughs> I thought he was Arthur Rhodes. <laughs> I, I just don't even know what to say anymore. <laughs> By the my, way. I'm at my breaking point. Uh, uh, like, here's the thing about Arthur Rhodes. Let's, let's, I don't know. Let's see his We're not breaking off into Arthur Rhodes. <laughs> no one gives a fuck about Arthur Rhodes. Let, let me break down Arthur Rhodes for you Please, real quick. Please, no. Hold on. Arthur Rhodes. 
Uh, he has a daughter named Jade who played collegiate softball. We are literally maybe not there's doing this. an Eagles connection. No. All right, I was wrong. God damn it. Anyway, um, no, it was a it's a fine hire. Not great. Not not the worst. Not the best. Um, a lot of people wanted Deuce. I would have took taken Deuce as offensive coordinator. Yeah, I totally. I I don't blame Deuce for leaving at all. Not at like, all. Like at all. But. It, there's something to be said about the fact that he left for the same job in another team. It was just, it, I mean, at this point, it was a matter of respect. I agree. And there was no respect there. I, I agree. Mean, like, it was just ridiculous. So we've gone like 15 minutes over. But we also started late, so that's the so thing. So we've been an hour. So Sirianni, well, welcome to Philadelphia. Well, Taylor, play us out. Play us out. He's not even paying attention. So Seamus, <laughs> anything you want to wrap up with? Uh, that's it. Go Phillies. Go Phillies? <laughs> By the way, Carter Hart is, is a moron. That's why it. we're done. Carter Hart's I don't more like Carter more. Hart. I don't. I think he's got anger issues. What did Carter Hart do? His team loses six to one, I don't and like him. you wouldn't have anger issues. I don't like the guy. He's a fraud. I doubt he likes you. Bet if he met care. you, he'd fucking hate you. I don't you. care if he likes me or not. Yeah. Play play the Larry King song so we can get the hell out what's of here. the Larry King song? <laughs> oh no, you got me with Steely Dan. Oh no, one of the world's worst, most overrated bands ever, Steely Dan. Probably better than Bruce. And Taylor <laughs> Taylor definitely listens to Steely Dan when he's like hammered and just thinks about Steely Dan. <laughs> I don't have to right. be hammered. Steely Dan. Donald Fagan, is that his name? That's the one guy, yeah. And who's, what's the other guy's name? Walter like, Becker. Walter Becker. Yeah, he's the one that died. Yes, he's dead. So which right, one's on. Dan? <laughs> you right. have a lesson, Summer, you can see it fading fast. See you guys next week. See you.